If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the fearful strain that is on me night and day, if I did not laugh, I should die. Abraham Lincoln. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. That was the quote I was thinking of the other day that I paraphrased when at a cabinet meeting, Lincoln uh, opened it with a couple of witticisms and such. And and one of your staunch, your stodgy uh, cabinet members, I can't remember if it was Salmon P. Chase or one of those geeks, uh, said, do you think it's appropriate we be joking at this moment, uh, Mr. President? And he said, with the fearful strain that is on me night and day, if I did not laugh, I should die. As a guy who's made uh, jokes at you know, inappropriate times many times in my life, I should have that at the ready for my defense. Usually it's yeah. just, you know, coarseness and a lack of uh, sensibility that causes me to do it. Well, those are fancy words. You mean stupidity. Stupidity, <laughs> sir. Let's call no. it what it is. <laughs> no, I have a um, um, similar makeup, obviously. So uh, a lot of stuff uh, that was kind of fun and lighthearted we didn't get to during the radio show today because we were kind of tied up talking about uh, mostly the terrible school shooting in Texas. Uh, but we have all this leftover stuff. A lot of it's pretty damned amusing. Why not? Let's lighten up for a second. Michael, just play the jokes one at a time. Start with number one. We'll go from there. Today, Top Gun Maverick was released in theaters across the country. That's right, it is finally out after a three-year delay. Yeah, the movie is incredible, and of course, Tom Cruise once again does all of his own stunts. Meanwhile, every flight attendant who's dealt with the drunk passenger is like, no big deal, so do we. Uh... So that's the movie in which they took the patch off his jacket from the original Top Gun movie that was going to be offensive to China because it was pro-Taiwan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. all I think about when I hear Top Gun. Maybe Maybe it makes me too political, but really pisses me off. Man, I got hit with so many ads and, and tw- Twitter was like every third oh, tweet was an ad for what, freaking what, Top Gun. What did Top Gun or whoever's, you know, whoever owns the company, um, what did they pay 
to get the amount of social media influence that they got. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Now, that joke was not funny in the least, uh, but it did bring up Top Gun, Michael, so we'll forgive you for it. Is number two any good? It's it's solid. It's, again, both informative and somewhat entertaining. So here we go. All right. Uh, I heard that uh, since so many car makers have left Russia, Moscow is restarting a Soviet-era car brand called Moskvich. Because <laughs> everyone's leaving. Yeah, yeah. So now Moskvich, they're making car. We actually have a sneak peek at Moskvich's first commercial. Oh, take a look at this. Ever dreamed of hitting speeds over 18 miles per hour? You deserve a car that rides so smooth, you'll feel like you're in front seat of cabbage cart pulled by sick donkey. Hi, I'm Boris Sokolov, CEO of Moskvich, biggest automobile manufacturer in Russia. A vehicle that comes in many beautiful colors, like gray and muted gray. And one that has many state-of-the-art features, like steering wheel. Most models do not contain steering wheel. Put the key in the ignition and listen to that baby pull. Moskvich. Buy Moskvich. Round tires coming soon. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Round tires coming soon. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like sitting in front seat of cabbage cart pulled by sick donkey. <laughs> 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 that one was every bit as funny as the other one wasn't. I find myself curious about number five, Michael. Why don't you unleash that on us? According to a new report, ex-Trump attorney Michael Cohen said in a recent deposition that former President Trump was afraid of getting pied in the face by demonstrators. I don't know. That feels like some reverse psychology. You know what? You know what would totally own me if someone threw an entire freshly baked pie right in my face? Even worse if it had some of that cinnamon crumble stuff on top. Also, if they also hit me with a side of whipped cream, oh, I would be... So delicious. I mean, embarrassed. <laughs> Trump's a fat guy, you see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think that he is a fat guy, but I don't feel like he's known for gluttony. Like if Chris Christie, that would be the perfect joke. Mm. Yeah. 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 Does you know, Trump have a sweet tooth? I mean, what's he known for eating? McDonald's, really? Kentucky guy. fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. Yes, Michael. I like number three. It's actually pretty funny. This is actually a drunk, honest okay. driver. And these okay. are two police officers pulling him over. Okay. Well, this is uh, something you don't see every day. Uh, deputies in Ohio encountered an Amish man who was suspected of being under the influence while operating a horse and buggy. Hey! Hey! Wake up! There's a Bud Light can sitting in there and he passed clean out. He'll go home. The horse knows how to get home. There you go. There you go. That's basically the Amish version of self-driving Tesla. Um. <laughs> Is seven any good, Michael, or should we uh, skip to the ER nurse thing? Uh, let's go to the ER nurse thing. All right, I like this one. If you're coming to the ER, be honest with us. We can only diagnose and treat you as accurately as the story you're telling us. I think a lot of people have this idea of going to the ER and we're just going to run a bunch of tests and do CTs and x-rays and everything and we'll just find out what's wrong with you and you don't actually have to tell us the truth. And the reality is that's where we get the vast majority of our information about your problem. If you've done some drugs or eaten some plants or something, just tell me. I'm not the cops. Gotcha. Or if there's a potato up you or something. Oh. For instance, yeah, I fell off a ladder and landed on it. 
having uh, been at the ER uh, too much the last couple of years for a variety of reasons, uh, especially late at night. Everybody is in, in there is hammered. Everybody in there is hammered at night. It, you're either there with a baby, like you're a couple with a young baby and panicked, or it's somebody that's hammered and has hurt mm. themselves somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the last time I was in an ER for myself. It's been ages, thank God. For myself, I think I've only gone once in my life. That's when I had my gallbladder attack. Mm. I think. Yeah, I've gone a handful of times. I was a regular at one point in my youth. Mm. Bit of a crash test dummy. (laughs) I don't know. Eh, Although the one thing I learned was you start puking all over the uh, waiting room, you get seen. You get seen in a big hurry. So if you can go into shock, go into shock. Mm. Uh... Can I throw in one serious thing to tease the next Armstrong and Giddy radio show? Or are we sure, done with uh, cleaning out the I fridge? Know. I don't know. I haven't really looked. Is there more? You know, I don't. here's joke number four. I don't understand what the deal is here. Okay. The fast food chain Arby's announced yesterday that it will add a hamburger to its menu for the first time in its history. But people don't go to Arby's because they want a burger. They go there because everything else is closed. <laughs> I don't, again, his animosity toward Arby's, I don't get. It's It's, fine. They've got the meats. I I just don't know where that came from. No, I don't either. And Conan's been doing it forever. I mean, he's the one that wrote the anti-Arby's jokes for The Simpsons 30 years ago. I mean, I I don't know if, like, he started it and the younger comedians picked up on it. But everybody makes fun of Arby's. And I I would rank it maybe at the top. If you're going to include, like, McDonald's and Burger King and all that stuff, it's better than all of those. Oh, yeah, you can get a fantastic sandwich with unprocessed meat, sliced meat, yeah. in moments. Yeah, I don't know where it came from either. I mean, Bastards. you know, that the, the, the one in Oregon the other day where the guy was whizzing in the milkshakes because he had a sexual kink, that, that didn't help Arby's any. I don't want that. No. I'm not ordering that. Usually. Um, whiz, whiz shake. Okay, so if we're done with the fun, let me do one serious thing to tease the show for tomorrow. Uh, back to the uh, horrifying topic. This is pretty interesting. This opens up a can of worms on its own. So we'll talk about it on the next Armstrong and Getty radio show, which if I assume you, you're aware of, like you haven't stumbled on this particular podcast without knowing that. Uh, but this is just out from the mayor, Joe, and Uvalde. The shooting suspect left school during the pandemic and pulled back to himself being away from school, according to people who knew him. Yeah. So that angle we never got into. And that that is documented all across the country. Oh, yeah. The mental health problems of kids from the pandemic. So that's that's worth taking a look at. That's obviously not the only thing going on with the school shooting because we've had plenty of them. But ah, boy. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.